JBC, you have been sick. Like I, I don't know if you remember, but like you were sick during the last recording too. I'm not sick. This is just allergies or like dust or something. Just I'm a sneezy boy. Horny. I'm just my nose is horny for sneezes. <laughs> JPC's mouth is leaking blood right now. Oh, oh my, my! What blood. is in this? Uh, this is. I'm pretty sure nothing. No, it's I, I don't. It spilled on me. Oh, I don't know. It spilled on me. Oh, there's a wick and it's a candle of some. It's sort. a candle of some variety. Ah. So uh, that was uh, clearly some kind of accelerant, Liz. You're you're gonna it die. It spilled on me. It spilled on me is what Liz says as she picked it up and dripped it on herself. And we're walking on the street. Talk about, we spoke so heartily about keeping a low profile. And then in one conversation, we say, we are here to be in a bird race. We are going to burn down an inn. We are going to uh, perhaps give someone thousands of dollars. That's not what I call a low profile. Well, honestly, for us, I think it was pretty good. I don't think so. We agreed to a thing, and then we didn't do the thing, so we should never agree to anything again, I would assume. Well, that's a, that's, a trick, that's a trick agreement, because if we agree to it, then we've broken the agreement. Are you frustrated? Because I'm frustrated. Because I'm not. You're... Uh, no. no. Does anyone know what the reward is for winning the Ear Peoria? I don't even know fully what it is. He kept saying bird festival, and that's it. <laughs> It's a tournament of birds. There, there I think, uh, serendipitously, there is a poster that, that is pasted up on the wall. It, it's got that beautiful kind of like Art Nouveau look to it. It's a print that sort of explains Ayer Piora. The Golden Feather, the Tournament of Birds. Um you can, I think, gain a piece of information about it. I will answer one question through the poster that each of you have. The, the poster just says Tournament of Birds 45 times. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know what the prize, the purse is for winning the Tournament of Birds. So uh, you, you can see uh, the golden feather. Um, it appears to be a golden object as it is rendered in this image being cradled by a, I think, two gracefully nude figures uh, with flowing hair. It appears to be uh, a, a golden peacock feather that is covered in eyes. I would like to know where you enter. There is at the bottom of the poster an address pasted that is some sort of civic center uh, towards towards the, the center of town. I would like to know if the poster says, like, who is sponsoring 
the uh, so, festival. Yeah, th- there are a list of different sponsors. Uh, you can see the insignia of the Red Feather Syndicate. You can see the crest of a couple different families, including the Youngblood family. And you see the mark of the Keeper of the Traitor's Skull. So this is an What's officially... That? I'm glad you asked. In Bujanith, the leader of this community, uh, the person who, you know, more or less would be the mayor or governor of this settlement, is known as the tr- Keeper of the Traitor's Skull. They have this skull chained to their neck, and they perform a lot of different uh, civic duties. Duty. Yes, which is a word that is a homophone for a poop word. <clears throat> so that's kind of fun. Word. And what um, would the poop word be? That would be duty. Ah, there it is. Um, I just want to know, like, I guess who is allowed to enter? And, like, are there are there teams or is it just, like, a single, like, a, uh, is it a single person? Is it a squad? Who's, like, the, the requirements for entry? So uh, you, you can see that... The, above the address that they give, there is sponsorship is required for entry. And you can also see on this poster, uh, there are depictions of four flowers. There is a cherry blossom on a green background, a dahlia on a yellow background, an aster on an orange background, and a peony on a white background. There, uh, the poster also uh, says hundreds of teams enter for win. Hundreds of teams. Well, if I'm reading this correctly, it seems like our next stop is the Civic Center. We are not entering. A Absolutely not. Raven uh, flutters down ha! to your group. It has a scroll attached to its leg. I think it lands on Gable's shoulder. Uh, Gable pulls off the the message and reads it. It's an address. Uh, it's an address, and it says 10 p.m. Well, the meetings after sunset. <clears throat> Any indication of like where this came from? I mean, it, it does appear to be the same the bird same from yeah, earlier. Yeah. We can't go. We have to reschedule. <laughs> reschedule with the bird? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know if the bird's gonna like. Yeah, we have to do it tomorrow morning. The bird has fluttered over to Oromar and is like picking at some uh. of the shinier bits on Oromar's <laughs> hood. I mean, all signs point to we're bird trainers. What better way to show why you're in town than to bring your loyal raven? Uh, no, absolutely not. What if you need to? What if you, you're required in the meeting to to say anything? Ravens can talk. <laughs> That's real. I'm. I'm so. Who who's gonna do the negotiation? Look, I've already. I'm not. I'm like. I'm rolling ones this entire time that we've been here so far, right? I don't understand. <laughs> no, I don't understand that reference either. Uh, but Especially for this game, not at all. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it should be me. Well, I've got a, I've got the perfect idea. We'll go to the meeting 
Oromar will do the negotiation. Impossible. What? <laughs> not possible, not currently Travis, possible. have you not spent any time with the captain? Can't talk. I did. He's a zombie. We've already <laughs> through winks and nods. He's already done a fair bit of interaction in Wolf's Tooth. Wrong, incorrect. He well, did he, zero interaction in Wolf's Tooth. He did sub- He creeped us out real bad. Exactly. I think there's more to the captain than we're all giving him credit for, and I think this is the perfect opportunity to test him. Insane. Not true. Travis. Can't talk. He's he cannot talk. We well, could perhaps do some sort of reverse uh, ventriloquism situation where I sit on his shoulder and. You make him move his mouth, but it's my voice. That's not reverse ventriloquism. That's ventriloquism. Wait, wait, wait. No, I still don't. And I, I, think, I had to think about it. I, I still don't like that idea. I, I think reverse ventriloquism is just talking. Yes. And, <laughs> aside from that, Dref is just staring at this poster still. The prize for this tournament seems to be... 1,500 yards of feather weave. <laughs> an angel's feather. This is something that we must obtain. Oh, the the mini-eyed feather. Well, yes, we all kind no. of let that little detail slip. Yeah, definitely did at first. Well, we got interrupted by a bird. I thought it was this symbolism. is something we must obtain. All signs point to training birds. Fine. I guess we'll try and do a negotiation without Travis. I'll be there. No, you won't. What? Mentally. I'll, I'll be there. Physically, what? yes. Mentally, if, we, if we put you in Orimar's coat, <laughs> and then you just have, and then we put a, a, a mask up, some feather weave above his mouth, then you could speak as Orimar. We will all and, die. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, spitballing out here. My suggestion is... We need to decide now who's going to do the talking in place of Travis. Noses go. I roll not for nose. It not. Does anyone have any social skills whatsoever? <laughs> well, I let's let's have a look. Um, Is it that crazy to negotiate with a bird? <laughs> yes. <laughs> look, social. whoever whoever decides to do it, I can sit I on have, your shoulder and coach you through I have the whole thing. Quite a bit of coercion. I'm not sure that's what we're looking for with a dangerous that's, that's not really mastermind. My specialty, but I can work with it. I think we're all equal amounts of charm. I, I also don't think anyone necessarily has any regs in negotiation at this party. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty no. What is deception but not negotiation through lying? Yes, correct. Uh, 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 the 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 strategy that we employ here will largely depend on. Um, the type of outcome that we're looking to achieve. Uh, perhaps we can all negotiate together as a team. <laughs> That's for, a terrible idea. Maybe for, perhaps if anyone needs to be intimidated, I can do that. And if anyone needs clarification on science matters, Dref can do that. And then John can just be real cute and... Uh, the one that you said for me wasn't even a social skill. <laughs> it was like advice in a laboratory. Yes. How would that come up? <laughs> a negotiation. Maybe, maybe this broker is a love science. Maybe you could talk about beakers. Wait, I don't know. Are we actually saying? So, Travis, what is your what's your negotiation? 
I don't. I'm but you don't have not it? good. I'm a oh, okay. liar. I'm okay. a good liar and bad at everything else. Okay. That was a lie. I'm good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can mostly only intimidate. I, I think that, Gable, you are the best negotiator. I have... I have... I. It's been proven... Really? Yes. That the captain is able to pull envelopes out of pockets with... A decent rate of success. Who writes those? I write those envelopes. They're not just magical envelopes. That's no, gener- I know, but ca- I'm saying ca- we can ca- plan. Captain's buckets. We can plan for all scenarios. I'm a very charming idiot. And I can arcane magic. If you're going to write, if you could write the letters, I can arcane magic them into Oromar's pockets. I just want to everyone then hand to, to understand people. how the work gets done. <laughs> we, we keep put we real keep, letters in his pockets. We keep saying we, but there's a person who does this work. Yes, the captain. The captain will do the work. That's what I've been trying to say. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> I, uh, this is a disaster. Oh, I cannot wait until tonight so I can peck your eyes. Uh, we smash cut to <laughs> to where to, to where, where prison. We prison. So we smash cut to a building near the center of the city that kind of overlooks uh, the open air market. It is made in beautiful black marble. Uh, it has this brilliant facade on the outside uh, and this fantastic gothic construction. It is one of the tallest buildings towards the center of the city, where notably most construction gets smaller and smaller. This is a building that actually, Travis, I believe you would recognize. This is the market hall where the broker, the person who is supposed to oversee and and organize the market, keeping the the books and uh, maintaining the scarf-like pseudo-currency that makes up the exchange in this market, maintaining its own internal economy. You realize uh, meeting at this location means your friend has indeed managed to get you in contact with the broker, an elusive person that that you have never met. So this is the this is the negotiation. This is the negotiation. I want to know what you look like, what 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 your party looks like, and and where you are specifically. Uh, so I look like a bird. Yeah, please describe this bird because uh, the audience has not seen it. Travis is a white raven. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh. I mean, <laughs> so Raven, how big is this bird? Ravens are pretty big. Yeah, Ravens are big. Are they like earth big? 14 like, is feet it, like, tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, birds are really big in this world, so yeah. there are different types of birds. Yeah. That are like, they, they can, but they can also be small. But they can also be small. So the just, just regular Raven size, which is about two feet. That's a big bird. It's a big bird. Yeah, ravens are big and smart. It's pretty wild. They're like... like do you have like black eyes and... I think the eyes might be red. Ooh. Okay. Spicy. That's a little different than, than your other animal forms. What are they? Uh, they've all been void black. Oh, that's fine. Oh. They're black. The eyes are black. So got black, deep black eyes. I kind of think you're sitting on Dreth's shoulder because that is the, the most appropriate cut right after that comment. Look at how big these Look motherfuckers at are. Look at how beautiful. Wow. I didn't realize that yeah. they could be They're huge big. as shit. <laughs> ravens are big and smart. I remember I was in a national park, and they were like, ravens will steal your keys. And, drive your car away. And drive your car away. <laughs> They'll steal your keys, and they won't give them back until you feed them. Uh, <laughs> that rules. Yeah. They're, 
when you he you they do actually talk, and if you watch videos of them talking, it sounds like the devil. It's yeah. so crazy. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you decided to dress up nice for this meeting? Are you wearing your weapons? I'm What's wearing going a tiny on? little bow tie. Oh. That's very good. That's very good stuff. Uh, Dref has stolen his incognito gear. Mm-hmm. Hasn't changed at all. Um, Travis has thrown on like one of the nicer jackets that he's been like collecting and trying out. You mean Jonnet? Uh, yeah, fuck me. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> oh man, uh, Jonnet has thrown on one of his uh, jackets that he's been collecting since pretty much he started like uh, his. Uh, skyjack uh career um it's nicer but it's also too a little bit too long for him so he's rolled up the sleeves and uh yeah he's trying to make himself look distinguished gable doesn't really have any other clothes to change into but they have taken off their cloak in a way that is showing that all of the weapons that they have are on full display so there's nothing really hidden cool Approaching this building, like there is a kind of tasteful lobby inside. You can also see this contraption that is reminiscent of the lifts that were outside of the city uh, that is like kind of the center of this grand hall that moves up four stories to the top of this building. How was the elevator the last time I didn't try it? The ride itself was fine. The passengers on it were made it weird. Well, isn't that always the way with public transportation? Am I right? Good evening. A spooky uh, butler. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> has has appeared. Do you have an appointment? Uh, yes, I believe we are meeting with the broker. <laughs> and it, do you have an invitation? Yes, I I give them the little. Oh, yeah, they, they, they We take don't have it. the bird. We <laughs> <laughs> he flew away, so it's that, that's fine. That's yeah. no, no matter. Okay. I'm uh, a different bird. Oh, you've done very well. Thank that's, you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the spooky butler rolls up the, the scroll this way and pulls back the gate to this elevator. This will take you to the top floor, and the broker's office is the only door. Are we going to be sharing this lift ride with anybody else? No. Okay. Uh, this will be a private lift. Great. Thank you. I'm a different bird. <laughs> Again, <laughs> remarkable. Yeah, we've put a lot of training into, into the bird, and it's really paying off. The broker will very much appreciate that. Okay. You, I assume, step onto the lift. Mm-hmm. The ride is pleasant. To hell. Uh, it, it does take you to hell mm-hmm. and you do die there. Cool, it's nice great. here. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Not as bad as you thought. No. Very, very like, it's like Florida. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got us. <laughs> yeah, got us. This is a low-hanging orange. Uh, <laughs> You 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 go up four stories, and the ride is pleasant, a lot less jerky than the ride in the elevator that took you down the city walls. Is there a violinist in there? <laughs> there is. There is not a violinist. It'd be but cooler if there was. It's I, amazing how much jerky they put on these lifts. <laughs> 
it's it's dangling from the ceiling and you kind of have to like <laughs> angle your yeah. Uh I do think I like the idea of there being an ambient violin in this space. Mm. Like like you can hear it faintly and it gets slightly louder as you reach the top floor. That should be fun for Casey. Hey folks, it's your editor Casey. It's audience participation time. This is where you get to pretend that this next song is performed by a violin. Have fun. Mm-hmm. I think that there's probably somewhere in the building a violinist playing, but there's like a an elaborate system of like yeah. tubes that amplify cool. it to to wherever it's going. I love that. That's very very cool. So yeah, you you get up to the top floor. The, the violin is louder, and there is a long hallway leading to a grand door that that is covered in gold leaf and has depictions of of skulls and birds and all sorts of like cool, grim looking stuff on it. Okay, this is it. It's all you. And remember, while we're in there, I'm a different bird. Well, oh, just real quick, uh, the guy downstairs kind of made it seem like the broker would be impressed by you specifically, Travis. Well, who wouldn't be? Well, I'm, I'm... He's a piece of shape changer. That's an impressive thing. I think the broker probably just th- is going to think you're a trained bird. <laughs> Look, if we have an opportunity to sell Travis to the broker, let's take it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. Well, I'm a different bird. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm a different bird. Compared to what? Yeah, we don't... What was the reference point? Starting now, I'm a different bird. From the one, the bird you were before? Travis, uh, like, flies to the door and, like, pecks at it to, like, (laughs) knock on it. No, we... we, uh, What rate are we looking for for the... For the... Per per yard? I'm a different bird. No, but... (laughs) No, 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 no. You hear a click and like kind of a chunk, 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 as the door opens through some kind of clockwork mechanism. They're inside lit by gas lamps that are much more efficiently like piped than the ones that you saw at the (laughs) motel is this room covered in ebony and mahogany. It is very like dark inside, but it's like dark in a way that you can see everything. There is a very large desk that's like kind of a long table covered in papers. And there is an incredibly pale man who is writing on some parchment who looks up. Uh, you, you can see he looks almost exactly like comedian and actor Zach Woods. He's wearing <laughs> a very ridiculous, frilly kind of feathered outfit. He also has heavy eyeliner on, and it just makes his face look that much paler. Oh, good. The, my meeting's here. Uh, hello. Uh, we... It's a, please, please come in. Please come in and sit down. Hi. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is... Um... <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh we we are uh just uh Well it's it's, it's nice to meet you too. Please please have a seat. We all sit. I I really I can't thank you enough for meeting me this late at night. Uh I am uh not really a morning person or a day person and my schedule is very busy. 
Oh, understandable. The best, the best activities are at night. Are, are, am I right? I wouldn't know. Um, Most of my life is work. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's okay. I enjoy my work. Oh, That's well, good. I'm so happy to hear that. But you can only enjoy work so much. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> We're just very generally confused by the tone. <laughs> We're here to sell... 1,500 yards of feather weave. So I've heard. Um, please, uh, w- would you like to tell me how you acquired this feather weave? No, but it is stolen. <laughs> it is uh, obtained from... Uh, we we did not buy it. It is... But it is in our possession and it is legally ours. No, yes. it's not legally ours. It's legally it's, ours. It's stolen. If its former employers are no longer with us or its former owners are passed on, I believe this yeah, is ours. You, you, don't, you don't need to uh, be, be nervous about illegally acquiring goods. That is uh, a we're, big – We're oh. not, for the record. We're not. It's – there, or skyjacks. Just seems to be a lot of clarification, a lot of time and energy spent on clarification. I want, I want to mm. let you know that you don't have to be nervous about that at all. I've never been nervous. I'm not nervous right now. You've been, well, you're drenched in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, we robbed the civilian. Nope, stop. No, <laughs> okay, <never. laughs> That's why I said no when they asked us to describe how we obtained the goods. This this is – first of all, I just want to commend everything that just happened here. I really appreciate that. I appreciate, uh, young man, your honesty and I appreciate that everybody else is trying to rein that in a little bit. Please don't make me regret this. It's all right that you told me <laughs> this uh, but I would definitely advise against you – Saying that in other places. Or saying anything ever again. Saying things I regret most of the time. My informants uh, did the diligence to, to, you know, uh, the librarian sometimes comes to me with uh, different business ideas and uh, 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 tries to solicit me to hire them for work. And, uh, you know, they have their uses, but... They run in circles uh, where people tend to be more talk than action. Yeah, that's um, startup cultural over, I understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but my informants did find out that uh, the civility has recently gone down. Not many people know about it, but I have my ways. And I've heard that Oromar Vale is in town, and I assume that is who is standing before me now. It is, yes. You speak to Oromar Vale, captain of the Uhuru, and we're here to make a deal. I am so thrilled about this. Really am. First of all, big fan of your work. Uh, just Oromar nods. Huge fan of your work. Uh, and this is a historic amount of feather weave. I, I've never heard of anything this large before uh, 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 passing hands here. We, we had uh, 500 yards of feather weave that was sold here once. Uh, went to a privateer ship and it is a beautiful vessel. And I, I, I'm just so excited to see what's going to come out of this. Really am. Um, so let's, let's talk terms. Uh, do you have any idea of what kind of parties you would like me to find for purchase of this? This is 
by the way, going to be a process that takes at least a couple days. I'm going to need my agents to go out and find potentially interested buyers. I, I need to know if you have a, a general asking rate or if you just want bids to come in for you to evaluate. I will need you present in, in a meeting with, with uh, the potential buyers that I find. Um, and I'm going to charge you 40%. 40%. That's, that's, that's a joke, right? Oh, that's- no, I'm quite serious. Uh, but I am a different bird. Oh, oh, wow. I thought it was just for show. Are you a trainer? Uh, yes, this is, this is caramel. (laughs) I'm a different bird. (laughs) This is caramel. I, I raised it from a little baby. That voice is spectacular. Most ravens sound like the devil. Yes, and I've we've worked very hard, and boy, we sure love it when caramel talks. <laughs> and caramel really is helpful sometimes. Well, but Mr. Vale, I, I definitely my informants had told me that you had recently acquired uh, quite a few griffins for for your ship. Are you and your compatriots in town for 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 Iropiora? Gable is our bird trainer. Oh, oh. And Gable is our... Gable is planning on entering into the tournament. Ah, oh. All right. you're going to need a sponsor for that, aren't you? I suppose... Yes, we will. So... This is actually uh, very serendipitous. Uh, Not only... Is there just a tremendous amount of wealth on the table? Uh, and I, I apologize for having to charge 40%, but uh, there are so many pirate hunters that happen to be in town. I'm going to need to put you and your crew under my personal protection so we can ensure that the deal doesn't get you know snapped up before we even get. Also, the, the feather weave is going to need to be kept in our vaults, of course. Are and you sure we there's can't There's a just... daily rate for that. I You're going to always... charge us to hold the feather weave that... Well, we just... also, there's a rate I need to go to my informants, uh, the, the information brokers. And is this all on top of the 40%? No, no. This is wrapped into the 40% and why it's such a large percentage. Uh Right now, Oromar Vale, thanks to a, a rather large celebration and some very talkative folks in Wolf's Tooth, uh, there are very few but a spreading number of people that know about what happened with the civility. A lot of word can travel around in the space of, of just a week. The pirate hunters will be very excited to catch Oromar Vale. So the information brokers in town need to know that that information can't spread. Apparently, uh, whoever bribed the customs agent when they docked their ship didn't pay quite enough to keep them silent about whose ship was here. <laughs> Sounds like someone was very cheap. I'm a different bird. (laughs) Really, just a fabulous job training that bird. So impressive. So what you're saying is, to get the money, we have to stay here under your protection. We can't leave. And we will only get 60% of the value. I guess 59. Well. Oh, yes. uh, That actually, that 1% comes out pre-deal. So there's the 1% and then it's 60% of the profits after that. 
Well, this is why it's such a serendipitous occasion. You know, those are things that I would charge normally. But I'm in a bit of a bind. You you see, my office always enters uh, someone into the tournament. And for the past three years, my agent, Hildred Gastar, has been that person. But recently, Hildred has taken another contract. And it's quite embarrassing for me. Actually, uh, you you might not know because you're not from around here, but I'm I'm rather important in this city, uh, and I'm not very good socially. Uh, uh, are, are you getting any of that awkwardness? No, I'm a different bird. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, James, Jimmy boy, what's happening? Hope the honeymoon's going well. It's Casey, Tony, editor of Campaign Skyjacks, and Neo Scum, and Liz Anderson's new podcast, Paired, as well as Hey Riddle Riddle's four-part D&D miniseries, releasing exclusively on the Hey Riddle Riddle Patreon with our boy JPC. Anyway, uh, I'm in Other Chris's dungeon right now, the sex one, not the torture one, and (laughs) would you believe the gang was actually bumping the last Skyjacks on the JBL? I was mid-squid with one of the Baldwins, not that one, but also not that that one. And uh, (laughs) let me tell you, that interlude was a surprise. Looks like you used my voicemail as an interlude, bud. Despite my explicit request not to. I think I was pretty clear on the consequences of that. And um, just wanted to give you a little call to let you know that, frankly... I don't know if I can ever trust you again. And look, man, now that the one-shot Patreon has crossed 8,500 a month and campaign has officially gone weekly, we're going to be seeing a lot more of each other at the water cooler, bub. And when you're writing and recording more sessions with the cast and I'm editing twice as many episodes a month, I don't care how grateful I am for the generous monthly contributions of the patrons that made this possible If I can't trust you, bud, you better watch your back. Now, if you want to try to build that trust back up from squat, well, it's going to take a lot of effort on your part, Buster. I suppose you could start by promising me that no matter what I say in this voicemail, you will not use it as an episode interlude. I don't care how serendipitously the contents of this call line up with the expected content of the interlude. I want no part of it. Okay? Because right now, I'm worried that if I even mention that we have a mailing list at bit.ly slash skyjackscrew, bit.ly slash skyjackscrew, and that on June 5th, eight days before my birthday, by the way, folks who are subscribed to the email list will get to see a preview of one of our posters for Iapiora, the bird festival mentioned in this episode and previous episodes created by the Gallon Peugeot. 
I'm worried that if I even mention that, it's going to end up plopped in the middle of the episode like a wet slug on a sun-bleached sidewalk. My man, it is not happening. What if I start sharing personal stories again about all my best friends? who all happen to be one-shot Patreon backers, by the way, because they're good people. But is that just going to find its way into the interlude too? I tell you, in confidence about the time Zachary Tringali helped me play hooky by calling my workplace and saying he's a doctor, are you just going to share that with the world? Or I say that back in college, I had to tutor my best friend Darwin in, ironically, evolutionary biology? Or what if I tell you about the time that my dear friend Finnegan Justice Murphy held my hair back as I vomited up half a bottle of Windex that I mistook for room temperature Mondo Squeezer? Say I tell you that Kelly Paulson once saved me by killing the doppelganger trying to steal my life and then comforted me for an hour when I could no longer be sure I was the original. I tell you that. What then? Or I mentioned that back in kindergarten, I had a crush on my old friend slash current Patreon backer, Abby Cook, because she, quote, exudes positive vibes, end quote. I was five when I said that. Or that my best friend, Tara Ingalls, can talk to animals, but is totally humble about it and actually help my cat work through some long-held trauma. Or uh, I mentioned that my friend Anastasia Steele is actually that Anastasia. And yeah, it's a long story, but she'll make you a mug of cocoa and tell you the whole thing literally any time. Or uh, what if I mention in passing that my cousin Joshua Dodd isn't actually my cousin, but I call him that because we share a kinship deeper than blood? Or I say that my friend Sean McKinney has such kind eyes that he once made me cry tears of catharsis during a staring contest. Or, or what if I say that Finn Longer the Mighty should actually be called Finn Longer the Good Listener? What about the time Brittany Jackson folded me a thousand paper cranes when I pulled a hamstring in Myrtle Beach? Am I going to see that in the paper tomorrow? Or the time that my friend Neil dove into a freezing Lake Ontario to save me from drowning? Or the time that my friend Sparklefish dove into a freezing Lake Ontario to save me and Neil from drowning? I tell you that Orrin Klusky Gallagher surprised me with a hot air balloon picnic on my half birthday and suddenly I'm hearing about it in the post roll for Freakonomics. Is that how that works? Does the whole world need to know that Douglas Calabresi taught me Krav Maga for three years and never charged a cent? No, they don't. I don't care if all of those people are generous one-shot network Patreon backers that helped make Weekly Campaign possible. Before that, and much more importantly, they are my friends. And they don't need their secrets aired out in the middle of the show that brought us dick spiders, okay? <sighs> anyway, I've got to get back. That, that, that Baldwin is watching a Salad Fingers YouTube playlist alone in the chaise lounge and the mood's starting to get weird. Uh, they got to the Rusty Spoons part and now he's crying. I really got to go, but uh, all right. Well, enjoy the rest of your honeymoon, your beautiful honeymoon. Have a safe flight home. We can't wait to see you again. And please don't use this as an interlude or else I'll kill you. And that is a threat. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs>
uh, yes, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what you would call a socialite. Uh, uh, so. It, it 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 hurt me very much personally when when Hildred left my employ uh, to to represent a, another uh, faction, um, so but but I am in need of a team, and I I hear Oromar Vale has has Griffins, and if you are indeed his Griffin trainer, if you would represent me. I think we could uh, cut down my percentage to be much more manageable, just twenty percent. That that should more than enough cover your expenses. But if you were to win the tournament, or at least manage to unseat Hildred Gestar in the joust, I would be willing to lower your payment to 10%. And what of the prize for the tournament? In well, this I don't, instance, who walks away with the purse? I, I, I don't care uh, much about the prize. I mean, th- that, that trophy has been passed around from person to person for generations. Uh, so uh, it, it matters not here nor there. You, you, can, you can wear the golden feather for the year. And you just want this for, for the notoriety of having sponsored one of the champions? Emotional revenge. Okay. Yeah. I'm a different bird. I would never want to hurt Hildred, but I would like to embarrass her very much if I could. We accept your terms. This is lovely. But no, excuse me. No, who it is that you are making a deal with? This is Captain Orimar Vale. This is the man who took down the civility. I fly. This is a dangerous man. I fly onto the broker's shoulder and I just go up to his ear. I'm a different bird. <laughs> he, he gets chills. <laughs> like you can see he, he's, his fingernails are painted, but they're also very chipped. Like it looks mm-hmm. like he got a manicure like five days ago and has not like maintained it. But his eyes are wide. Mm. Oh, I would love it if you would just say that again. I fly oh. right back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buy him? Because caramel is really like. Hit- I <laughs> am a different bird. Oh, is this bird for sale? I'm a different bird. Depends how, on the rate, you yeah, know. Yeah, how much? How many percentage points are you trying to knock off on our uh, feather weave? Oh, I couldn't uh, take percentage points off. Uh, I, I would be willing to offer uh, 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 five hundred single stamp gold pieces. Wow, that's a great deal. Here's what we'll do: uh, we will go back and I'll I'll. I'll Teach Caramel a few tricks. If you can get that up to 600, we will make sure that he can tie your shoes. 600. That might be out of my range. It is a very fascinating color and so well trained. So well trained. I have to say that was a very dramatic moment for that bird to land on my shoulder. Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, Unfortunately, the bird is a personal favorite of the captain's and is not for sale. Oh, I forget. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Whatever we can sign to expedite this. But again, no, the signature of Captain Ormar Vale has a certain weight. And well, well, I imagine that we will all be fast friends. The Uhuru definitely has enemies as well. And we treat our enemies accordingly. Uh, Of course, of course. And and this is, I I ask your terms. Uh, I'm going to be seeking out bidders. Is there anyone that you can think of that you don't want to be dealing with? This is red, red feather weave. 
and we won't sell it back to the syndicate. Interesting. If I receive a bid from the syndicate, would you hear it? Well, he. Well, no. My my, my, uh, 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 guess there is that it is a trap. We would much rather sell this to people we didn't steal it from. Now, I appreciate your your caution. Definitely, I do, Uh, uh, and I identify with it for sure. Uh, No one's friends with the red feather they do have deep pockets though uh which if they sent an agent here the the people who who deal with us in bujanith uh they understand that certain things have to happen for the culture and like i said you would be under my protection i can guarantee that you would leave the city if if you did sell something to the red feather it would it would not harm you in any way if you can make those assertions and promises, then that is fine. But the one thing that we do not want is to put a t- 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 target on our back. Of course, of course. I I appreciate a Corsair's ideals and I, I strive to keep to them. It's just when business matters are on the table, of course, uh, you know, sometimes it's better to be a little flexible, and I'm I'm so happy to hear the crew of the Uhuru is willing to do that. Um, I I'll tell you what, I will allow your crew to to stay under my roof. I I, I own a hotel uh, just down the street from here, and I always keep rooms open uh, for dignitaries and whatnot. And you folks seem to be just the dignitaries. Uh, how, how many people on your crew? <clears throat> so um, I think that clears it up. Uh, oh yes, that's definitely cleared it up. <laughs> More uh, than upwards. a dozen and less than a hundred. Well, see, uh, jerk off Jerry, overboard, <laughs> baritone Barry, Nick and Terry. No, Nick <laughs> is Terry. We just call him Terry. There's Fuentes. There's Fuentes. I'm a different bird. He won't need to rest or do anything. He could just fly around for the rest of the day. I would say that we have anywhere from 12 to 800 people on our crew. Well, uh, perhaps you might need to share some rooms, yes, but I can fine. definitely guarantee lodging as well. That's fine. Fine. Where do we s- s- sign? Uh, he Is there s- actual paperwork? Yeah, he slides a piece of paper across the table. Uh, it is mostly a boilerplate contract, but it has provisions uh, written into it about representing him in this tournament, about providing safety and security for, for your members and crew. There are crossed out provisions that had like different contingencies of how this meeting might have gone otherwise, but it's all, you know, done up in this very elegant scrawl and there is a signature uh, point at the bottom and also he like tosses a, a feather pen across the table and it flies gracefully through the air sliding right in front of Captain Vale. Ormar uh, picks up the feather pen and then dips it in ink and just signs a big x on the line huh well all right let's roll for that i'm so happy i i (laughs) oh yeah that gets it yeah that's that Uh, was a little close it's a little close but there are three advantages it's a success and three advantages 
No, it's a success. Yeah, it's it's a very gracefully done X. It yeah. looks like an X that somebody has been signing with all their life. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm I'm so happy. I I hope you enjoy Bouchanith, and I do so look forward uh, to you and your compatriots uh, flying in Iorpiora. Um, I have a, a question uh, for you. Uh, are you very connected with the uh, the people that may be coming in and out of Bujanith? Uh I mean, uh, I I I do have my sources. Is there? Uh... I I um I I wanted to know if you knew anything about uh, a particular person who has maybe found an interest in some of the people within our party. Um, and John, it kind of goes, it does his best to sort of explain the physical description of this person that's been like looking for him. Do you happen to know anyone that goes by that description or know anyone who might want to be interested in, uh, in, in us? I don't, but, but where you could go is to the reference desk. The reference desk. When I said my informants, uh, there's a broker in this city who tracks information. They buy and sell it. You you could perhaps even pay with uh, just personal details about yourself and your past. And in exchange, you would be able to get information about this person. Uh, obviously, I can extend a line of credit to all of you. Uh, I'm going to assume that this is I was going to ask. I need to make repairs to my racing gear. Mm, yeah, yes, yes, of course. A- anything that's complimentary. But uh, you have a line of credit against the the sale as well. Uh, I- I'm sure you'd be able to buy any information about anybody who ports here. I, I can tell you the reference desk is very good. Uh, okay, uh, thanks. And when is the race? Three days from now. The the race is going to be very soon, but it's a three-day affair. The the first day will obviously be the race. After that, uh, there will be a show where you will just show off uh, fine specimens. Is there anything that I could enter caramel into? I do so adore well, showing him off. I, I think caramel, as long as uh, they're also talented with agility work, will, will uh, do well in, in the, the talent portion. Fantastic. Uh, I, th- I just love the idea of all of us getting involved in well, this. Well, well, you all must. Oh, at least at least there, there must be uh, – obviously, uh, you, you will be part of this, but, but this is a team affair after all. So I will need to see representation in the race, in, in the show, in, in the talent portion, and, and of course, on the last day, the joust. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Was that not clear? Uh, no, I, I, I... It's clear now. Yes, and anyone on your crew can participate. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sensing waves of nervous energy uh, from the small man in the bad wig. <laughs> I'm a different bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're just very tired. It seems as if we uh, have cl- cleared everything up for the moment. If we have any other questions, can if can we come back? To oh, you? oh no! I will be very, very <laughs> busy. Okay, very busy. And I am about to have to kick you out now because okay, I've please. already devoted too much time. But I'm so enthusiastic to to meet Oromar Vale and and his fabulous bird, and of course all of the rest of you. Uh, all right. Um, there are any other questions um i'm a different bird oh it can say um too yes we've been working on um uh, okay thank you so much very fascinating it's been lovely meeting you all okay uh, uh yeah g- goodbye uh, we, we walk out <laughs> 
Well, now that wasn't so bad. You, I will kill you. I, I would will. like. I would love to see you try. Then who's going to enter the pageant? Hmm? The pageant. We have. Oh. G-Gable. I'm a showbird now. Okay, so I, I, I mean, Gable's I, just walking down the hall, far away from them as far as I can. <laughs> Gable, furious. I, I think I need you to train me on how to ride Don't your birds talk better. Talk to me. I, <laughs> I fly up to Gable's shoulder. Will this look good? And I put my wings out and like rock back and forth. Stop it. We didn't need to do this, Dref. I swear. We didn't need to enter this competition. You are offering up other people like chattel. You are tearing people apart. I didn't need to go about and fly and be part of a competition uh, when we were trying uh, to... Gable, the, 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 the feather. The, it's, they have an, they're putting up an angel's feather as the prize. I, we can't let that opportunity pass us up. We could steal it. We could do anything. But isn't this more fun? And we still can steal it. But why not give it all of the tries that we can to obtain the feather? (sighs) If all else fails, we can, you know, jump aboard the ship. You can whip out your big flaming sword and do it your way. But we might think of using a modicum of finesse in this situation. We are hunted. We are wanted. We need the protection that this broker is offering. And honestly... They could have charged us a lot more for what we are getting. Also... 10%? 10% if we win? Well, when we win. Well, we'll absolutely win. Well, I mean, this Hildur very... person is three-time champ for probably a reason. I mean, what's it going to take to, to usurper? <sighs> probably a different bird. End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Travis Dabbs, Travis Dabbs. <laughs> Once again, return to the audition table of the Uhuru, which is in an indeterminate location. (laughs) (laughs) Neither inside nor outside. Neither in time nor out of it. It's in a crow's nest. The one thing that I can promise you is there is a long line of applicants, Mm. and the person who has most recently departed from that line is a man of average height. The only notable feature about him is that he has a sousaphone around his neck. Hell yeah. Now, if anybody has any band experience, they'll be able to explain what a sousaphone is, uh, because I don't. Oh, everyone listening most certainly has band experience. (laughs) (laughs) Almost exclusively so. Uh, I I can fill you in, speaking as what I believe to be the only sousaphone player on the podcast. Anything we can do to delay (laughs) continuing this recording. It's a tuba that wraps around your body like a Dr. Seuss instrument. Yes. For mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. You can do dances with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he drops his headshot and his resume down on the table uh, and moves over to the stool to grab a seat. Jonet immediately turns to Gable and just says, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say probably a no from me. 
not necessarily. I don't know if that might be a magical uh, device that he has. He might be some sort of wizard. I don't. I I feel like we're we 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 navigate uh, silently through the sky. I don't. I don't know if we want a, a Suzavon of whatever this thing thing is. Well, you said a name for it, so I yeah. Think I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sport. You got it in one. This is a Sousaphone. Hey, how you doing? Name is Aries. Aries? Yes. Do you have a last name? Uh, uh, Being that I'm adopting a pirate life, a piratical life, I'd like to go by just the first name now. Oh. I'll allow it. Sort of like a a musician of sorts. Yes. You don't need a last name. The first name speaks for itself. Sure, sure. Whatever it takes. Yeah, I don't know who else would do that. Well... Uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to be that guy. Okay, okay, Aries. Uh, right out of the gate, um, <laughs> do you uh see yourself foresee yourself uh playing that instrument a lot? I do because I think your ship needs some tunes. I've uh, been mingling. I've been mixing around with the different crew members that I've seen aboard the Uhuru. Who, and I got who's it. been talking to you? Uh, Daisy Fuentes. They're fired. <laughs> oh. I want them gone. <laughs> well, Outside pressurization? Absolutely uh, no, not. No, no, no. Hold, hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to, I was trying to research, trying to get to know your organization uh, to see if I could better fit in. And I noticed not a lot of music instruments aboard that ship did you um at any point consider that that may have been intentional <laughs> mm-hmm. well well gosh no in, I, you know the idea of uh, joining uh, up with a crew there's uh, a culture fit and culture <laughs> add uh, you want to make sure that you're an equal mix of those two things it seems like sure, what you sure. are doing right now is leaning a little heavily on the culture <laughs> ad part look I just want to be a, a, a solution oriented fella you know I I, I think uh, when I think uh, pirates when I think of sailors I think of shanties why well, why why <laughs> why 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 let's give him a chance I happen to have some sheet music right here if you wouldn't mind sight reading actually real quick would I, I mean I know you have great taste in music Travis I do I actually just want to hear what uh, what Aries thinks we want to hear on this ship. Please. So go oh, ahead and great. just yes. do one of your your best numbers for us right now. Go for it. Oh well, sure, sure, sure. I'm 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 so grateful for for this opportunity. Uh, he takes in a deep breath and belts out a sousaphone solo. You fucking fools! <laughs> you thought you had me trapped. You goddamn ignorant ingrates. <laughs> It sucks that Arnie has to make a <laughs> Again, we're assuming that this is uh, uh, not something that he doesn't want to do. Like he's got a sousaphone in his apartment. He finally, he yes. busted my sousaphone. <laughs> no one will let me. Just... That, uh, that, that was truly uh, terrible to listen to and to hear. Uh, uh, oh. I, I, for one, uh, and I'm by no means a, a, a music critic, uh, but I would say uh, I hated that uh, so much. It made me want to uh, go back in time to find John Philip Sousa and slap him in the mouth. Okay, wow. Assuming he invented the instrument. He which did. Is, okay, mm-hmm. thank you. That's a leap that I was making. You know, I went to high school, uh, as I'm sure you did, and the band, my high school band, was started by a member of John Philip Sousa's band. Are you sure, or did they just say that to get 
people to think that your band was cool. Oh, I'm definitely sure. Oh, Why okay. would anyone think that was cool? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a sousaphone player, you would. How big was John Philip Sousa's band? Pretty big. Yeah, so, I mean, Chances. a lot Were of, you in it? I'm just saying a lot of freaking assholes probably <laughs> went on to do a lot of dumb crap from John Philip Sousa's band. <laughs> it's like Mike Rocher was a member of John Philip Sousa's band. Like, statistically, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he must not have been very good at band if he went to become a grocer. What? Mm. Uh, okay, uh, look, uh, we're having yeah, a conversation yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> you can go. Not getting in. <laughs> oh yes, we. The ship has sailed on you a long time ago. You're definitely not getting in. You but leave been... the sousaphone. <laughs> we want to break it piece <laughs> by piece. I'm Let me melt it down and make it into a better instrument. <laughs> Let me ask you several small flutes. Let me ask you this: How are you with uh, a, 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 a knife? With with a knife? Yes. I mean, I'm okay with a knife, I guess. Because in about uh, 15 seconds, there are going to be four knives, uh, five with spit, levied against you. So you might want to pick up the proficiency, uh, 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 you piece of dirt. (laughs) Jeff! Sorry, but something about this nerd makes me see red. And I just, ooh, ooh, my blood boils for him. For him? Uh, Yeah, for because of as as a result of at passion flowing. I'm stabbing this guy. Someone hold me back. Oh my god. I think we're there. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who could be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky.